Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. Ladies and gentlemen, Raya Karen Lee is about to rock your world in just a second here talking about taking back control really igniting your life with possibility with magic uh, and greatness and she's just doing it in some really really cool ways so you definitely want to stay tuned to this interview before we dive into that i'm talking to you because you're becoming your greatest possible self you're tuned in here whether it's the 12-hour live stream marathon and podcast whether it is um whether it is watching the replay, whether it is listening to the podcast or YouTube or wherever you're getting this and all the other sources, all the other things that you're doing of inspiration, discipline, habits, grown into your GPS, like you're doing it. So just give yourself a little pat on the back and say thank you because you're doing it. You're here and now and you're showing up. I appreciate you. Thanks for being here. Next up is the iTunes review of the week. And this week, let's see who is by. I believe it's by Anthony C who says, amazing podcast. Chris Burns, this podcast has uplifted my soul with your high energy, passion, and powerful episodes. I recommend anyone that wants to become a better version of themselves to subscribe to this podcast. One of the best self, self-help self podcasts of 2017. So yes, that was left about two years ago, and we are so grateful to just I love I love celebrating all these amazing reviews that we've gotten ever since we started. So thank you, thank you, thank you, Anthony. If you want a chance to get shouted out on a future 12-hour live stream, go to beergps.com forward slash iTunes or search Greatest Possible Self on the Apple Podcast Store. Uh, and you can leave us a review. Let us know what you love, what you want to see more of, and how we can improve the show for you. And definitely smash that subscribe button so you get all of the latest updates and greatness to help you become your GPS. I'm going to introduce Ryan in just a second here. Before that, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, be ready to take notes because this is going to be a powerful conversation that helps you become your GPS. Make sure you stick around all the way through to the end because one idea has the power to change everything for you. Let's introduce Ryan. Through the journey of life, Ryan has explored many different types of healing modalities. Growing up on a beautiful farm in northern BC, Canada, British Columbia, with nature, horses, goats, cats, dogs, and all the wild animals, she has always had a strong connection to the grounding and healing energies of this lifestyle. Having worked with animals all of her life, the connection runs deep into the roots of her soul. Raya began coaching and mentoring at a very young age. She mentored many youth through summer camp programs and community activities. In the 20 plus years in the counseling field, she gained a lot of experience and knowledge working with children, youth, and adults. Raya has always had a natural gift for working with people and animals. The vision she has for her work has been something that has been in progress for over 20 years. It is Raya's mission to take what her journey, to take what she is most passionate about and what has helped her on her journey and bring it to the world in a unique, non-traditional way through Roots to Wellness. And we are just scratching the surface with all the greatness that this woman is up to. Raya, are you ready to rock the house, Superwoman? I am. 
I are, am, we're I live. Am. We are rocking the house. It is done. <laughs> we, we are here and now. So, Raya, thank you so much for being here. We're going to have a lot of fun, and we're just going to dive right in and hear your perspective, your opinion on uh, soul communications. What does that mean to you? Driving back down to to our roots, um, hence hence the roots to wellness. Um, going really deep within and finding that that purpose and that passion and that that whatever it ignites you, it makes you feel on fire, amazing. And sometimes we lose that throughout life. And so I want to really, really, my vision is going back down and find that place where it once was and and regrowing mm. that and bring it to life again. So pretty exciting stuff. It's, it is. It is. And it's it's important work that's being done because some people feel um, hopeless. Some people feel disconnected from their, their power, their purpose, and unhappy, right? And so these this Roots to Wellness and everything that you're doing and sharing, giving people um, animal-assisted therapy, you know, taking them to uh, different places in nature, giving them access to these kinds of things, it's beautiful freaking work, right? So um, what makes you feel on fire? I love it. Let's talk a little bit more about the work that you're doing in Roots to Wellness. Just as an overview, uh, how are you serving your clients and, and with these different tools and modalities? Um, I am right now serving them by offering, um, obviously, a, a quite a variety of things um, that, you know, right from working one-on-one -on -one with animals to groups. Um, you know, whether it doesn't, it doesn't have to be species specific. It can be a dog, a cat, a bird. It doesn't matter whatever resonates sure. most with the person, um, where they feel most comfortable. Um, it can be using the animals out in nature if they have their own animals already, or they have something or coming to a small farm, a friend of mine where I already do some work and, um, also, um, taking them out into nature and going hiking and, and, uh, doing some yoga and meditation and doing different things out in the in the wilderness and on the biking trails and things that we have surrounding but then also reaching people um by doing it by distance online so that's something new for me but it's um really exciting as it unfolds so i can you know work with someone who lives you know thousands of kilometers away they can live in another country it doesn't matter if they've got wilderness they've got parks they've got animals they've got things available to them and so walking them through um, what that looks like from a distance and giving them, you know, kind of uh, different projects and, and kind of we're looking at doing a 90 day program and um, and and giving them things to really um, explore on their own. And, and then um, having me as a, kind of that guide uh, through all of that. As 100%. Well. 100%. Right. I love yeah. it. And, and I think a lot of people just don't know what to look for. They don't know mm -hmm. what will reconnect them with their roots, what will ground them. And we're we're. A lot of people are dissatisfied, but they don't know what to do, or maybe they just don't have the, the practical application. They don't have someone who's helping them walk those steps, who's holding them accountable, whatever it might be. Uh, so I see your your service really coming in and, and helping people do that. So we're going to dive into more of those specifics, how to do them um, throughout the interview. Before that, though, I want to go back into your journey and talk about being raised in a uh, kind of like a... a a farm environment, outside animals, nature. What was that like for you? What What was your upbringing like? I was. It's pretty amazing, um, and that's where I really went back to. Is, you know, that little girl that was. You know, um, before I walk was walking, I was riding horses and and you know playing with the animals, and and we have 
my parents have, they only have horses now, but you know, just growing up and being immersed in um, nature where they have hundreds and hundreds of acres um, and lots of, you know, I had goats and cats and dogs and horses and, you know, we had the odd cow in there and different things. And so um, right from before I could walk and talk, I was, that was who I played with. Those were, that was where I felt the most safe, the most grounded. Horses, same with my, you know, my cats and dogs. Like that's where you found me. I was with my little red wagon, had my dolls in there. And then I was going along and I had my goats with me and I had my, all my animals. So I've always been really connected to, and I was always barefoot. I loved mm. being bare feet. I loved their hands. Sometimes I just had my underwear on as a little, you know, a little three yeah. and four year old girl. Yeah. I was really grounded. Um, spent a lot of time uh, just being, literally just being and enjoying. And my parents both uh, farmed and worked from home. So that I had them always there, but then we didn't have to leave and we didn't have to go off and, and do a lot of different things. So really um, being very centered in that. And we, they ran a, a big summer program for pretty much my whole entire life um, mm -hmm. on the farm mm -hmm. and where every summer for eight weeks, we'd have people come for summer camps and they'd come for, you know, horseback riding and immersion in, in that type of lifestyle. And, and, uh, that was pretty amazing. I've got to meet hundreds of people through that. And, and I became a coach and a mentor really, really early mm -hmm. on in my life. So it's been something that, you know, just carried me through. Let's, and let's dive into, um, the farm and the animals being around all that grounding in the, in the beginning. Cause I think there's, there's some just hidden gems that are there. What effect mm -hmm. do you think that being around animals had on you growing up um i think it kept me very calm and mm -hmm. very centered um very at ease and i you just have this joy and this um it, it's just a it's just that feeling of contentment and joy and and uh you know, and they know, like, if, if anything's going on, or if you're upset or anything like that, you know, like, if, you know, I was having a bad day, I had like the whole bunch of them with me or, you know, things like that. So just that really that sense of being, being and being grounded, being centered, being calm. Um, you didn't have the anxiety, the stress, the worry. Um, not, you know, I was grounding with my animals, but I was also grounding with the earth. So I was yeah. doing them both at the exact same time. So um and they're super intuitive and and when you're very calm and grounded they 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 are the same hmm. so you, you're surrounding yourself with that same energy as a as a kid there's a lot of different emotions that one might experience right kids experience such a variety of emotions um how how do you see that animals respond to those different emotions and particularly in your own journey like if you were sad if you were feeling different things growing up like how would the animals be there for you to to serve and assist you through that um they're very you know being being sad or being scared or having the anxiety you know you could feel like they would come they'd be attracted to you like they they mm. would come to you they would you know, a horse would come behind you and put his head and kind of pull you in for a snuggle or, you know, come up and bump you or you'd have a dog come and, you know, lay beside you or put his paw or head on your lap or, you know, same with the, you know, the cats would do the same thing. They'd come and curl up or they'd follow you and rub up against your leg. And, 
you know, with it, you know, with any animal, it's usually they kind of, kind of come up and they want to be, they want to kind of touch you and nudge you and see how they're, how you're feeling and kind of wrap you in their energy and, and let you know that they're there. And it's the same as us point kind of giving someone a hug or, you know, putting your arm around them or saying, Hey, you know, like, it's okay. You got this. You're going to be okay. They just are nonverbal about it. And they mm. are, uh, they're very gentle and they're very kind with it. And, um, I think in, you know, in, in all forms with, um, any emotion, any loss, any, any, um, trauma or stress, mm. they, they're very gentle and very careful how they come in, but you watch them, um, so not, just make I, I their would, way into your heart. I'm, I'm curious, right? Not, I wouldn't say all, correct me if I'm wrong, all animals aren't always going to be empathetic and nurturing and like welcoming and like, like a horse, you know, coming and putting their, their head on your shoulder. Um, I'm sure there's different personalities to animals and some are like more, some types of animals, some just different animals within the species are more and less willing based on their personality. Um, how, how could someone know if an animal is going to be you know, therapeutic and helpful for them, beneficial for their emotions, or if it's going to be more cold and, you know, like not, not helpful. Um, I think, I mean, for me as, as being the guide and being the practitioner, that's a, a big part of my job is to, to uh, intuitively feel the mm -hmm. animals that I'm working with that, that is, they have that intuition, just like we have an intuition, they have an intuition. So being really in tune and making sure that, um, the animals I'm working around and working with have that, that connection, you know, usually if they're going to have that connection with me mm -hmm. and, uh, and I watch them with other people as well. So I know that they're going to be a good fit for someone. It might not be the person I might imagine, but also when you're allowing people to work with any type of animal, um, if you, you know, have a, a farm full of, you know, however many different species, mm -hmm. someone's going to come in and they're going to be very drawn to where they feel comfortable. And it's almost, mm -hmm. It's just like you're drawn to a person energetically, you're going to be drawn to an animal energetically as well. So it's, you're really working with the energy and the soul and all that kind of stuff within that process. Um, just like you'll be drawn to a certain type of personality for counseling. Um, so it, it works all around that. That's amazing. I love it. I love it. So I want to go back to what you were talking about, the men, about the mentorship. Um, what were some of those lessons early on in hosting those youth summer camps and being uh, stepping into the mentor role early on in life, mentor and coach role? What were some of them? Oh, yeah. my. Um, it was really neat because we would get people from all over Canada and the States that would come to spend time on a very remote farm. And so it was, you know, you were, I, I was a camp counselor. I'd take on that role. So I was staying in the cabins with them, cooking with them. You know, we, we not only did the horse part, we had to do the whole lifestyle. And so I was coaching, I'd coach one-on-one -on -one for riding lessons and learning how to care for and do all those kinds of things with the animals. Um, and then also, you know, teaching them how to live um, in that lifestyle and how to just, a lot of kids were coming, a lot of teens, actually, we had a lot of teens would come and they were struggling and they were going through tough times and learning how to really disconnect from their chaos and, and ground themselves and doing that right from learning how to feed a horse, how to take care of them, how to brush them, how to then, you know, uh, ride them and going through that whole, and sometimes they didn't want to ride right away. And that was just fine. It was just about being with the animal and being in the, in, in nature. It's almost um, like so it was, it was just a, a catalyst 
for someone to be more present. You know, it's, it's not like yeah. any specific result had to happen, but just being in the environment, whatever magic is going to happen, whatever is supposed to come to the surface, whatever the person is supposed to experience, like the highest and best good is going to happen. So just show yeah. up and then the animals and, and like just spirit and nature will take care of the rest. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's, it was very amazing to watch that because you could see, you know, some people would come and like, oh, my mom and dad made me come to do this. Yep. And they said that they've got their guards up. <laughs> and then, you know, slowly that would kind of break down and they'd be like, okay, this is not what I expected at all. Yeah. But that's normal because yeah. we do put that barrier up around us and it's protective. And, you know, we don't, sometimes we don't want to let anyone in or uh, anything in. Mm. And uh, if you allow it to unfold naturally, it's a very beautiful process. Mm. 100%. So. I love it. I love it. So from that time being a, a youth camp counselor and mentoring and coaching, how did your uh, career evolve? How did you get into counseling? Oh my, I wanted to do that. I think that was kind of where it all started as a little girl, probably, you know, four or five years old, it started. And my dad also um, has a counseling background from, uh, he went to Harvard. And so he's got a psychology degree and he did a lot of really cool projects um, in his lifetime. And I was always really attracted to that as well. So yeah, I kind of had him as a inspiration on the side in in the work that he did and he did some different projects that right from an early age I was involved in and I, and I could see the 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 depth to which he worked and um, how he was able to take people who were into drugs and alcohol and on the street and really turn them around and, and give them a new perspective on life. So um, it kind of went from there. And like I was mentioning earlier, I, you know, into my, my actual coaching certification for riding. And then I started working um, in the late nineties with youth uh, that were in foster care. So really high risk youth that were in and out of homes um, they were offending, they were, you know, really high risk stuff. So, and I just, I loved it. Nobody else would take the high risk kids. I said, please give them to me. I love them. Um, we would go outdoors. We would play sports. We would go hiking. We would not, we would go biking. We would play baseball, whatever it was. Um, and it just kept going from there. And I just kept kind of picking away at my courses. I started with doing my social work, um, certificate. And then I went into my bachelor of child and youth care and I did all of it by distance. So I kept on working and doing life and having kids while I would take a course at a time. So it took me 15 years to kind of go through it all, but I had stops and starts, but I never gave up. And I knew that's where I was headed and that, um, you know, that was a real passion of mine. I was fortunate to have, you know, the work with the foster children. Then I worked with abused women and their dependent children for years as well. And um just I, kind I of wanna, in i want to highlight this hold on hold on right this mm -hmm. is like yeah I, want, yeah I really want you to remember and recognize like how much of a badass you are because being able to work with those youth who are like juvenile and like i'm sure they had the biggest freaking egos the biggest attitudes the biggest you know whatever and you had to like be the alpha and say hey I'm going to, I'm going to make sure that, you know, I love you, but like, we're not going to tolerate any of that BS. So like step in line and really discover what's possible when you like, when you soften, when you surrender, when you just like get connected with these animals. Um, so you, it's so interesting because ever since we've connected, I'm like, ah, right. You're like this, this gentle, loving, like just nurturing soul. And you are. And I also know that because of this story, like you had to have developed that sharp mm -hmm. side of you to be able to 
uh, deal with people who are challenging, difficult situations and make sure that you show up with love and empathy, but also show them who's boss. And I think that's, that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I learned, I actually learned that really young. Um, mm -hmm. My mom would, would tell you uh, I, when I was five years old, I was nicknamed bossy boss. So I had that, <laughs> that, that true Gemini personality. I have that really, that side where I need to hold the boundary and the other yeah. side that yeah. is really, you know, soft and, and nurturing. So I'm, I've been able to learn how to mold them together mm. and, and really work with them. So yes, definitely having to have those boundaries, yeah. um, even, even owning a business for over 12 years with my husband. I mean, I, as doing the HR and having so many staff, I had to learn yeah. sometimes the hard way, how to have those boundaries and how to set them up to protect myself. And okay. I think, um, you also have to hit some places where you don't keep that boundary up and mm -hmm. you uh, go through some really rough patches um, in order, but you have to have that experience to continue to learn how to do that. Because in this work, when you're working with people who are so emotionally charged or disconnected yep. um, and they've been through trauma, they've been through neglect, abuse, loss, you name it, any, anything, um, or they're suffering from depression, anxiety, addictions, um, they're going through cancer, they're going, whatever it is that they're, they're, they come so charged with so many things that you have to really learn how to protect your aura and your soul through that work and, and, um, your boundary of not taking that home with you and not allowing it to seep into your life, I think. And that's where that, that kind of that boss and that boundary, I have to make sure that I really take care of that piece. And when I'm not, I, I know. Wow. So, wow. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. So. Um, I want to just talk about this this new se new season or newer season of Roots to Wellness. And you've been doing this work for so long um, and you have all these different tools and different modalities and coaching and mentoring experience. I want to talk about like what is the, the focus today? I know we've we've kind of been working on it together, like helping people go from that chaos and that like mm -hmm. like just feeling lost and stressed out and all this kind of stuff into creating clarity, taking back control of their life. Why? Why is that important to you to help those people who are feeling lost, who are feeling chaos and help them weather that storm and get to the other side? You know, I think it's partially a personal journey for me, too. I, I've been there mm -hmm. and I've been on the other side of it. And I know what it feels like um, to be at the bottom of that tornado fighting that storm and, and, and being, being thrown around. And you can see the light and you want to get there. And you just, you don't have the strength anymore and you're broken and, and you want to climb to the top and you keep trying to get knocked back down and through the process. You, you find um, some amazing things when you're open to it. You just find these beautiful people that come into your life and these ways that you never thought you could heal um, using different types of therapy and different, different energy work and modalities that help you. And when you become really open to it, you open that little, if you, the doors open a little bit, you can kind of seep in there and you can kind of help people realize that, you know, their truest meaning and finding that soul again and finding that inner passion that's deep down in the roots of them and, and helping them to really open up and almost blossom like you do in the spring or like a flower or tree does, right? Like yeah. coming and feeling that alive again and feeling mm -hmm. that they mean something, that they matter, that they... Um, are just beautiful beings. They're just lost, and that's okay because we all go through this ebb and flow of life, and we go through hard times, and we go through all these things. And it, you know, it's okay to get lost. You go on a trail in the bush, and you might get lost, but you'll find your way. There's you always know, an answer. There's always a way. I, I think that um, for me, that was a really great metaphor. Last year, I went on a hike. 
um, saying, and it was, I was by myself, right. It wasn't like this crazy hike, but it was, it was intense, you know, it was like, it was a, it was a long hike, hike, lots of elevation. Um, and I, I just said, you know what? I don't know the path. I, I, I wasn't really clear on the path. I'd never done the hike before, but I said, you know what? I'm just going to look at the top of that freaking mountain and I'm going to go there. And whatever happens along the way, I don't care. You know, I can't like I can't get that lost here, but I'm going to get myself intentionally lost. And I like, you know, I totally deviated from from the original path on my way back down. I saw what it was to go down and back around the mountain. But I just like went straight up the mountain. I said, I'm just going to go do this. I'm going to go like have fun and just go experience this. And it was such a great metaphor for me to say, like, it's okay to get lost. It's okay to uh, go off the track and not have all the answers because Chris freaking Burns, you are resourceful. You're resilient. You're capable. You'll figure it out. Like just have fun. Enjoy the climb. Enjoy the journey, man. And just like, like really have, have fun. And that's, that's like what I brought to it. It was so freaking powerful. Ryan. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. That's uh, so amazing. Um, and I think that, you know, we're afraid to do that because, yeah. you know, because what if something happens or what if something goes wrong or, you know, we have all these, these little voices and these fears that play in our head that what if, what if, what if, but yeah. what if it's amazing? What if it's perfect? Mm. Look what you found out, you know, and if you, if you went off that other side and you let that little voice get the better of you, you would never have had that amazing experience. And I think showing people, that capability and it's literally under the surface it's not very far it's right there but you know it's that same when you go to heal you know you can do it but it's really damn scary it's hard work but man it's worth it and and so are you know so are you and that's what you teach people to to find that again and that's you know that journey um i always have that vision of a beautiful mountain and you're at the very bottom you're looking at the top going how the heck am i going to get to that that point well, you can't look at the top and get there. You have to literally look at your feet and go one foot in front of the other before you know it, you're at the top. Yeah. Right. So, you know, it's anything is possible. Yeah. You just it. have to believe, believe in yourself. Yeah. And I think it's, it's, um, it's great to use these, these nature metaphors, nature, like natural things to remember the lessons, remember the wisdom, you know, there's so much wisdom in nature. There's so much wisdom. If we like reconnect with those roots. Um, and I'm, I'm curious, like with wellness, what, what is wellness for you and why is it important that people cultivate wellness in their lives? Um, I think, I mean, for me, wellness is kind of, it's, it's, it's a, a big, it's a full package. It's like, a, it's a holistic package to me. It's not just one thing. It's a group of things, whether it's your emotional wellness, your physical wellness, um, your spiritual wellness. Um, when one of those is out of whack, it really, it, you're very off balance. So of, of wellness and holistic, uh, a good holistic feeling is feeling that complete balance. Um, in your life in all areas of it so you know really paying attention to our body usually tells us what we need we just don't listen to it yep. so knowing that we need to get out for a walk and we need to have that you know uh, good nourishing food and 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 things that we put into our into our bodies to help us to do these things that we love to do you know surrounding ourselves with nature and with animals and with people that are like-minded and have that same kind of energy yep. um, you know it's it's all part it's like a big puzzle in the and you're fitting all these pieces into that puzzle and um 
I, I think trusting your intuition in that too, because you know if something really fits you and mm. makes you feel it's it's like that warm and fuzzy feeling inside, like you feel content and warm and calm and at ease when you when it fits. Mm. So um, I. Yeah, that's wellness is just it's just that whole picture of everything to do with you and in you, your body. You have a very and, spiritual perspective as well. There's a lot of counselors and even let's say nature assisted therapy that I, I wouldn't say dives as much into like the spiritual perspective that you have. There's more of a practical, logical left brain, but you also have that right brain, creative, spiritual understanding. Um, why is that important for you to like connect with energy and spirit and different things like that? Um, I think um, as an empath myself, it really, um, and being really affected by people's energies and learning how to cultivate my own and also how to uh, put that protectiveness around me is, is uh, it's really important. And I, I think right from a little girl, I was always so open to that and always a real part of that. I've always felt that really strong connection to spirit, to, to the world, to, to whatever it is out there uh, for me. And, and I, it just makes me feel very, uh, I just feel very, I don't know, connected is what the word that keeps coming to me. But I think as our spirit is a huge piece of who we are. It's our soul. It's our spirit, right? Mm -hmm. And and that is our guide. And that is a, uh, a big part of our journey. I mean, we are a soul here on this huge journey on this earth. And if we're not connected to that, and we become disconnected, mm -hmm. um, finding those the right way to reconnect with that. And I think I've had to do that myself and I know what it is for me. And I have done a lot of kind of mind, body, spirit work and it's made me realize how amazing and powerful it is. And um, yeah, it's reconnected me in a whole different way in the last few years to life in general. So I love it. I love it. Um, so when someone is experiencing chaos in, in their life, when they come to you, like, where do you start with them to help them get to that place of taking back control and possibility? You have so many different, you know, modalities that you can really dive into to support them. How do you know um, what's the best way for them? Where do you start? Um, just really starting by finding out, like, how did they get to where they are? Mm -hmm. What is what is their story? Like, I want to know their story of, you know, how how did we get here? Where did they come from? Um, you know, what has happened along this journey on the, on their path? Like what, what's, what's going on? What different things you really have to, you know, be open to understanding somebody's story and letting them have the space to share that story. Yep. And then, you know, very often through the sharing and through getting to know someone in that way, you know, very often they've, or, you know, they've done lots of things, not realizing where they feel connected. Um, you know, and, and then, you know, Steve showing them the kind of the menu of the toolbox of things that are available out there and that we can sit down together and say, look, you know what, this is your, this is your really unique toolbox. And right now it's empty, but how would you like to fill it? What, what can we, how can we work together to give you some things that really resonate with you and make you feel, um, to make you feel, and to make you know that you can take it with you anywhere and you can pull out whatever it is at your time. Mm -hmm. Because most often at that time, they're, they're at a loss. They don't know which way they're going. And learning how to 
step back and take just one little step at a time. Don't look at the, oh my God, I got to heal. I got to do this because, you know, because we're in that mode. So just dial it back and just take a deep breath and literally one step at a time. Yeah. It's like, what, and, what's, that, what's the next step for me? How could I feel a little bit better? You know, like if I'm okay. feeling just absolute depression, what, what would be the next step for me? What would be the next mm -hmm. emotion I want to feel? Do I want to get a little bit angry that I'm still here that I'm like, Oh, why? I think that's like, you know, understanding the um, vibration scale, like the energetic yeah. vibrations. If you're yeah. in like depression or like apathy, that's like all the way at the bottom. But if you're moving into anger or frustration, at least there's momentum, there's, yeah. there's movement. Like I want to yeah. get this out of me. I want to do something about it. Um, and then you can like move up the scale to you yeah. know, discontent and then, um, you know, like gratitude and things like that. So everyone has to figure out where they're at on that scale, on that journey and say, what's the next step for me? Well, and I, I think that's one of the biggest things is, you know, and also knowing that it's okay that you felt that way. It's okay mm. to have those emotions, you know, validating that we all go through that. And at different times, it doesn't mean we have to stay there and we have to camp out there, but we can feel them. We can acknowledge it and then we can let it go. Mm. Um, but you know, very often too, depending on where you are in your life, dep that depends on how deep that belief and that fear and that whatever goes. Cause sometimes yeah. it's a super deep thing that you really, it takes quite a while to work through it. And you have to be willing to like an onion, peel back those layers one layer at a time and, you know, go through that, that, that work that yeah. is very raw and very vulnerable. But the biggest thing, like I say, acknowledgement to, um, like, and working, like you were saying, through that scale. I mean, you might be way down here, but there's so many more things. And as you get up that scale, what does that feel like to feel the next one and the next one and the next one? And then, you know, when you're at the top and you're feeling free and you're feeling, you know, um, energized again, what does that feel like? You know, so you can kind of map that out. You know, a lot of people do the idea of vision boards or things like that, but you can also kind of map out what is, where, are you, where you're starting, and where you want to go, and where does that tree want to branch out to? Right. And all your leaves, you can put your words of what you want to feel and what you want to see in your life and how you're going to kind of navigate up to that point. Mm. I, well. I want to talk about that, that uh, image and metaphor of the tree and the roots, the trunk, the branches, the leaves. Tell us more what we need to know about that. Well, it's uh, it's still a little bit in development and it keeps evolving and changing as trees do. But um, if you think of a tree that's really rooted in the ground, when the wind comes, when the storm comes, they don't worry so much. They don't they know they're you know, they're strong. They're they're rooted in the ground and they're there. They're solid. And so that part of them is solid. Um, and so that's where, you know, you kind of want to take somebody back to that point. Okay. You were solid at some point and your roots are really strong. They haven't gone anywhere. Mm. And then you kind of go through the trunk and you're kind of going through a bit of a narrow kind of passage and you're, you're, you're kind of going through, um, different pieces to kind of get to, you know, that's where that kind of that work is. You can kind of see the layers going up and up and up through the, through the trunk of, of, uh, you know, the emotional work and the physical and the spiritual and, and all those levels. And by the time you're getting up to the branches, you know, um, you're really starting to blossom and you're starting to feel, you know, a lot of that weight lifted off your shoulders. You're starting to see more clearly. You're starting to feel your toolbox is getting quite full because you've been developing them along the way. Mm. And then you're feeling, you know, what really resonates with you. Um, and, and as more and more resonates with you and you find your passion and you find your path again with your soul. 
it's amazing. Like it just starts to really, it'll go in all directions, you know? And, and I think that's the neat part about the branches because we don't only have one part of us, mm. you know, there's so many pieces. So that's where that gets to develop into. Mm. And um, yeah, so that's, that was my kind of brainstorm over Christmas dinner. I went, Oh my God, that's it. <laughs> it's roots it. to wellness. My mom looked at me and went, what? <laughs> I'm like, that's the name of it. <laughs> I love so, it. And, and also yeah. what I heard earlier, two words that really stuck out to me that you said was blossoming and aliveness, right? Like yeah. I, when I think of that, the fruits of a tree, the leaves, that is blossoming. That is like in, in essence, in its purest form, blossoming of the, the fruits of the flowers of the leaves um, and aliveness, you know, like even roots are alive, tree trunks alive, branches are alive, and aliveness I see as really, you know, the fruits of our life, of our labor, of the time and the energy that we've invested into whatever, whatever is those are those fruits, you know, and some people can invest their time and energy into like toxic fruits. And that's not what we want because, you know, it's like whatever the energy is in our rooted area. Um, I think it's, it's also, yeah, it's also important to know, yeah, I love what you said about you were at one point rooted in a more safe, secure, healthy way. And, you know, that when you said that, I said, yeah, maybe a season or so ago, you know, like a, a year, a couple months, or even a couple years, yeah. even a decade, I don't know. Um, but some people might say, like, I've never felt safe. I've never felt rooted. And it's like, okay, we'll go back to when you were a baby, you know, like when you were like being born, even in the womb, like at some phase, you were like this perfect freaking being just totally tapped in, tuned in, turned on with your source. When, when did you start moving away from that? Or better question, what was it like to be connected and even if you didn't feel that or consciously you can just set the the intention i'm going to reconnect with that i'm going to strengthen the roots into that source into that place of being where i was truly a child childlike innocence childlike wonder childlike joy a pure pure love and play you know and, and like have that commitment to create more of that well, and I think too, like, even if, even if you can't get somebody there, you can say, okay, well, I've got this little seedling, you know, and we're going to plant it mm. and we're going to, we're going to nurture it and we're going to heal it and we're going to surround it. We're going to, we're going to give it all the nutrients and the love and everything that it needs. And we're going to watch it grow. We're going to feel the roots. We're going to, we're going to, you know, kind of going back to that visualization, you know, you're going to imagine those roots growing deep into the ground and you're going to nurture. Now you're just going to nurture it. You're going to grow your own maybe grow a tree, grow, grow yourself into the, the person that you, you know, you envision, you imagine. So then you'd have to start basically from over again, right? Like yeah. not over, but from, from fresh, from scratch. And so you can, you can look at it that way too, right? If you feel like you're not connected, let's, let's, let's connect you, let's grow you, let's evolve and develop into that person that you, you aspire to be, that you really dream of being and that, you know, mm -hmm. you're searching for. I love it. I love it. This is, this is awesome. Um, let's talk about the toolbox. It gives people some more tactical, practical uh, things that they can be doing. And you may have already mentioned them, but like really, what do you want people to really get and be implementing, making sure that they're taking action on, right? Um, when you're finding your toolbox, like I can share some things maybe that are a part of my toolbox. Sure. Um, you know, something that I found that I really love is, um, journaling, uh, meditation, trying doing a morning meditation. It does our gratitude. 
doesn't have to take very long. It can take five minutes. Um, and it could take 30 seconds. It does. It could be whatever, whatever it is for that person. Um, yoga is something that I've really found that I I've connected to. I, I've, I, um, try and same thing, doing it, uh, in the, in the morning kind of yep. sets the intention for the day. Um, I have my nature piece. So I have my, that's my exercise and my, I can do my meditation outside too. So I, I have the exercise and, and wellness piece there. Um, making healthy choices as far as what I'm eating, what I'm putting into my body, making sure I'm hydrated, making sure all those kinds of things. So there's your, you know, those choices that can go in there. You know, maybe I have a counselor that I can go see. So that's part of my toolbox. If I'm, you know, falling apart, I have a mentor or a counselor or someone that I look up to that's in there as well. Yeah. You know, um, maybe I'm into art. So when I'm feeling really frustrated or really disconnected, I, I go and I create some something and I um uh painting or sculpting or any kind of any kind of art um you know if if somebody's you know a horseback rider they can go out and they can spend time they can go out and they can ride into the wilderness with their horses or even just going out for time with them take their dog for a walk um you know go for a drive kayak on the lake whatever those you usually find those pieces that fit in. Mm. Um, sometimes reading is really good for people to, to kind of ground and, and come disconnecting from um, the chaos of life, you know, the, the, the busy social media, the things that are going, we're all going at such a fast pace. So giving yourself, scheduling yourself that time to disconnect. Mm. Um, and just having a group of people too, that you are really like-minded with, Mm. um would be something else too you know that you really connected to on a spiritual level emotional level whatever it doesn't just be it has have to be a friend because they have kids or whatever maybe it's just somebody that you have similar values and morals to that you kind of all get together um as a group sports are really really great for people too because you know if we all have different things that we enjoy so very often those things that we love that we enjoy that bring us common peace are in our toolbox and we don't even realize it Mm. so um, you know, people love to travel, people, whatever it is that I think it doesn't have to be. It, I don't go to a store looking for a certain tool. You know, I kind of look at things and I'm like, oh, okay, well that kind of suits my lifestyle. That suits, you know, this suits me and that suits me. And, and, and then I put in and I build it my way. I don't like to buy something that's kind of pre-made and mm-hmm. ready to go because then it wouldn't be who I am. Yeah. You're a unique so, individual you have your own custom solution and approach. And I, I know yeah. that you take that approach with the people who you work with. And that's, I think that's the gift that you've developed over the years and decades is your intuition to listen to not only the animals and, you know, nature, but also with other people like, Hey, what's, what's going on? What's your story? What's your journey? And I think in in that process of hearing that you can connect with the emotions and the, and the feelings and the experiences that are coming up while being uh, healthy with your boundaries and healthy with your own energy and your space. Um, But you're able to really connect with whatever someone is going through and tap into that, that energy and when you tap into that, the solution hits you in the face. You're like, oh my gosh, of course, this is what they need. This is at least, you know, a hypothesis. Yeah. I have a strong feeling yeah. that this will really make a difference for you. Because like, we never know, you know, like everyone yeah. has to try their own thing and see what's going to make, uh, be the best fit yeah. for them, you know? Yeah. Well, and I think that's the neat part about, um, you know, trusting your intuition. We all have an intuition. 
Um, and we all have, you know, that gut feeling and that, that knowing we just don't, sometimes we just, we get off kilter, we get off path and we just need someone to kind of give us a little bit of a nudge along the way and, and maybe open a different door and show us something else. And that's the great part about, you know, doing the work I do. I, I, you know, even though I come from a fairly structured background in my training, I'm steering away from that because I, I don't, I love what it taught me and I love what it showed me, but I also, I know there's so much more to the human being and the souls that are in, inside our, you know, human body that, um, it's really neat to connect on a different level instead of just focusing on something like cognitive behavior therapy or like that sounds just very, you know, very, very in a box to me and, and very like restrictive. Whereas when I, I can still use those things that I've learned, but mm -hmm. I can also now I can just kind of uh, open them up and have more of a, you know, kind of like a smorgasbord type idea, you know, like the, my menu is very big. It doesn't have just one specific thing. And I think in life, when you look around the world and all the people that, you know, you've met and I meet along the way too, you know, we, there's just so many ways yeah. and so many, you know, different things that are available to us now. And I think even more so because we're not just stagnant, we're always moving, we're always uh, flowing and just like a river, you're constantly never in the same place at the same time. You're always flowing and moving and going in life. And through that, you meet different people and you see different places and you you have experiences that then you can bring back and you can then apply that to what you do and ending lives and things like that like it's just it's really mind-blowing to realize what we can actually put our hands on to mm. learn and then to share yeah. I love it. I love it. Right. I'm curious. You have a you have a year full of growth and expanding roots to wellness, being able to serve more people. Um, what do you see as one of the greatest gifts that you intuit, you foresee that you will be uh, receiving from the work that you're doing, building this private practice, being able to serve more people, online marketing, clarifying your brand, your messaging, all these beautiful things by the end of the year. What do you see as one of the biggest gifts that life will deliver to you? Oh boy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's a big question. You know, it's the biggest gift I think, you know, is it's, it's really, it, it fills my cup to know what I, where I'm headed and what I'm doing. And, and it was really a scary place to kind of walk to the end of this pier and, jump off mm -hmm. and just go, you know what? I, I, I gotta go. I gotta do this now because it, it's been waiting. It's been there so long. And I think as each day goes and each month comes, it's just going to keep on getting bigger and bigger. And I'm just going to keep on feeling that energy and, and feeling fuller and fuller. And, and like, I know for my family and for myself, it, it opens up a huge new chapter to our lives and, and being able to, I, you know, eventually I'd like to take it and travel and do great things. So being able to reach people, not only in my community and my, my surrounding areas, but reaching people from anywhere is so exciting to me because I, yeah. I, I love working from home. I love being in my own space. I love doing the things I love to do. And, and through doing those things, I can still reach people and I can still touch their lives. So I think that's, that's a very, very special gift that I can share my journey and I can share my space with anyone, anywhere at any time. Mm. And, you know, that's, and like I say, that, that cup is going to, it's already filling fast and it's just going to be overflowing with such greatness and excitement. I'm yeah, it's, it's pretty cool.
<laughs> I don't I know how else it. to describe I it. I love it. I love it. It's perfect. It's perfect. I also hear connecting with people and there's such a, a spectrum of connection and what that could look like, what that, uh, the depth of the, the connection. And I hear that you'll be able to connect with more people because of online and, and, you know, the internet and so such a beautiful tool and resource for us, uh, when used properly and effectively, right. There's, there's healthy yeah. and unhealthy uses of it. And I think that yeah. probably a lot of people who come to you will have more often than not, uh, more of the unhealthy use of internet and technology because you have such a grounded foundation in nature and you've recognized through trial and error, I'm sure over time, okay, this is the extent to which I want to be tapped into this thing called the internet and technology in my phone. Because after X amount of hours or time per day or per week, I start to feel disconnected. I start to suffer. My, my well-being starts to diminish you know so making sure that we stay plugged in to that source of of nature and what fills us up and fills up our own cup first and then also serving people is also something that fills up our cup and again with boundaries right you you talked about boundaries earlier like knowing yeah. wh- how much can i serve people what can it can i do 16 hour days or can i do you know eight hour days like can i do seven days a week or can I do three days a week? You know, whatever it is for, for each of us, uh, I think it'll be cool as you continue to develop your online presence. You're going to have so many opportunities and people coming to work with you and you'll get to play around and feel into what is the level of, you know, connection that you are able to, to create. Because if, when you're in person with people, it's different than being online and serving people online. It'll be interesting to see what that balance looks like. And and I know, you know, it, you, you do kind of know your limitations. So you're going, you have to go into it and, and you definitely do have to protect yourself and not get lost in that because otherwise you don't have, you don't have that to give, you don't have that energy then to, to give your best and do your all um, in, in the work that you do. And especially when you're working with people um, on a one-to-one level, whether it's in person or not, or it's online, it's, it's that, that give and receive of energy. So, you know, that, that importance of, you know, being able to remember that I have a toolbox and I got to use my own and I've got to, whether I have to go out and I got to do some grounding, I've got to, you know, uh, do some visualization, get myself back. I need to go for a walk. I need to go for a coffee with a friend, whatever it is I need to do to just, take it down, take a deep breath and, and then go back in with the good energy. And I think that's really important to anyone who is working with people, whether, you know, whatever type of modality you're doing is, is the boundaries and self-care are huge because that's what you're teaching people yep. to do. So you must also practice what you, what you preach or practice what you teach. Amen. It's really important. Amen. Uh, I want to talk about possibility. Tell us, because we talked about control, talked about uh, these different tactics and tool toolbox that we can fill up and by the way anyone who has questions or wants to fill up your toolbox and supercharge that raya connect with this woman like you are you are so empowered and grounded in nature it's freaking badass um and i want to talk about possibility and why that's important to you what that well what that means how we can create that tell us more about that oh god so i mean i guess if i think if i think about my personal journey and the possibilities and, and the things that I have kind of created and have presented myself, presented themselves to me, 
Um, it's been realizing that I've always been open um, to that, you know, my, if I come up against a door and it seems to not really want to move for me, I kind of go on to the next and the next. And, and when I'm really, um, really searching and really going in the direction that I feel driven to those possibilities really just kind of, they come at you and it, it's really neat to, to embrace them. So I think, you know, people are always, um, afraid of, of, you know, having like, well, maybe I do have a possibility, but, but what if mm. this happens, that mm. happens and, you know, trusting that, you know, every time you learn to trust more and you learn to go with that feeling, those possibilities become endless and you just have to learn how to navigate through them to find the ones that resonate the most with you because mm. we all have endless chances and choices and possibilities. You know, I, I like the word choices as well, because every single day, I mean, good gosh, we have, you know, 60 to 80,000 different thoughts and different choices we make in a day. And that's a lot, you know, and, and we have just as many possibilities, a possibility comes with each choice that we make. Mm. So, you know, uh, really making sure that you're clear, um, as you go through your journey, you become more and more clear on what it is that you want and the possibilities that you want to offer other people. So the clarity comes in and then you start to narrow it down and it becomes less um, overwhelming. Mm. So I've kind of been at that overwhelming state and then I've kind of been at the other one. And I know when I'm really focused on what it is that I want to do and how I want to help people, the possibilities kind of, you know, come to fruition. It's like having that vision board. You put all the things that you want to be possible in your life on there. And if you put the energy into it, you actually really believe in it. It's possible. Amen. Amen. Right. We are on fire. And this is just the tip of the iceberg. I want to let people know how they can stay connected with you. What are the next steps that they can take on their journey and uh, be able to keep growing with you? How do they do that? Um, I am connected on uh, Facebook and Instagram are, are two of the best ways to get a hold of me. I, I check the messages uh, daily, usually in the morning and in the evenings. I try to have my set times to do that. So I'm not constantly on there. Amen. So Hallelujah. Yeah. Boundaries. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't always work, but I try my very best because I know it's important to me and I've got a lot on my plate and a lot on the go. So I try to really, you know, and then I can focus. I know my time that I'm focusing on really connecting with people because I love it. Um, when they can connect through my Raya Karen page or through my work roots to wellness, uh, page. And then also, um, uh, my Raya Karen, uh, Raya under slash Karen on, uh, Instagram. Beautiful. So yeah, it's just, it's a great way. And, and, uh, and I have, uh, email there too. I think I've with you as well there. So yep. yeah. Yep. Beautiful. Um, whichever, so they can, whichever way resonates, they can connect with you, by the way, you spell Raya's name, R-A-Y-A. K-A-R-I-N. Search for that. I'm pretty sure they can find you if they search that. Um, and then also the Leith, I believe is how you pronounce it. If not, correct me. L-E-I-T-H. You can search that as yeah. well. Raya Karen Leith and be able to find yeah. her. She's doing awesome things. So Raya, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here, for sharing your love, sharing your just natural holistic solutions and tools with our audience so that we can grow into our greatest possible selves. I acknowledge you for showing up, for taking the leap, for just being you. You're, you're a powerhouse and it's an honor to be a part of your journey and help you get this message out. Thank you so much. This is, uh, yeah, this has been one of my things on my dream board. Now I get to 
I get to take it off and be so excited. I, yeah, it's awesome. I am so grateful for the opportunity and just the energy with which you share. It's really uh, infectious and super exciting to uh, be a part of that journey with you as well. It's just the beginning for you, just the beginning for me. We are on fire stepping into our roots. Massive wellness, massive greatness. So, Raya, thank you so much. Have an amazing rest of your day, and we'll see you soon, okay? Sounds good. Thank you. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode, but this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self? Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.EmployeeEscapePlan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, beyourgps.com, and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow, and take massive action, head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality, and make every day your best day ever. <laughs>